heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your own phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, everybody. Um, Welcome back to episode... Welcome back. I'm I'm all over the place. I'm flustered. I'm doing a car cast right now for my car on my break at work. Um, another, like I said, car cast. Um, the first time I did a car cast was back in March when Cam signed his extension, first reported by Jim McBride. Uh, today is Tuesday, August 31st, the last day for the roster to be whittled down from 80 to 53. And what do you know it? This morning, I got a text from a uh, shout out to Ryan Falcone. Uh, and I, I basically, um, in my air, in my, I'm all over the place. And in my AirPod, I got a message saying, Ryan, to a group chat saying, send a Jim, uh, thing from Jim McBride from Twitter. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is he doing this for? And then, boom, that's when I got the news that Cam Newton had been released from the New England Patriots, effectively naming Mac Jones starting quarterback for week one and the rest of the 2021 season as the Patriots will open up next Sunday, September 12th, against the Miami Dolphins. Now, I'm here just to give like a quick little car cast, just get my thoughts, get my opinions on the release, why I think it happened, why a piece of people speculating all day. Cause it's like Jim has a really weird habit of breaking news at like really early times. Like I remember the Cam Newton one was like early on in the day on that uh, Friday, Mar- well, March 13th. It was yes. Uh, when Cam signed. And then uh, I did, I'm doing the same thing I did then where I wait a few hours until it breaks down. Kind of like, you know what? Soak in all the news, find more insider reporting, et cetera, et cetera. Just, Try to find the real brunt of it all. Like, find the real, like, you know, I don't want to go in being, like, too... I know today I've fucked up some of my wording in my, what, already has been a two-minute podcast. But the main reason why I waited also, too, is so I can get a little more level-headed, so I can get all my thoughts, get all my clarity, even though, like I said before, I've been fucking up a lot of my words. I've been slipping on my words. But I just want to give my thoughts and stuff. Just a quick car cast um, before, obviously, which is now going to be... This is episode 103. Episode 104... We'll be recording later tonight. Like I tweeted out, Big Rat, Danny, Phil, and I, AFC preview show, and then the NFC preview show will be coming out Monday, September 6th. Guests for that podcast will be revealed tonight during the recording of the AFC podcast. But with the whole Cam Newton uh, signing and everything, or not signing, with him getting cut, excuse me, let's go Let's go back to the signing. Let's do that. Let's go back to the signing. The signing of Cam, I saw it. I was glad I digested it because that's when the financials came out. Because if you had me, you would have been had more of an angry me where it's like, I don't know why we would sign him, yada, yada, yada. But then once we revealed that, look, it was $5 million was his, that was the salary. And then the other $9 million was all performance bonus, incentives, all that stuff. If they get to the playoffs, if they get to the Super Bowl, et cetera, if they win the Super Bowl, et cetera, et cetera, you know how it is. But with this time around, with him getting cut, he believe I believe it bumps up the cap by a million if he signs somewhere else. That's according to Pat's cap. Follow him on Twitter. But the whole thing with this, I think last week what happened with the whole him going away for that medical appointment and then breaking the COVID testing, where basically non-vaccinated players, which it was clear that he was, because you quickly start to see during all these preseason games, guys who aren't fully vaccinated still have to go and get tested daily. At the team facility, you can't like cheat the system and go somewhere else. You know, you got to do it at the team's own facility. So by doing that, you kind of like you kind of handicap yourself. But then the fact he's like, oh, I still tested. But no, you the way you tested 
I think I think that rubbed Bill the wrong way. Mac's been looking great in camp. Jeff Howe had a great article in the Athletics today where he pointed out from minicamp that that was kind of the turning point around June 15th, so about two and a half months ago, where Mac started to make those slow strides towards starting and more or less being like, hey, remember this for if Mac gets a starting job. Um, I think the COVID thing had a big thing to do with it because, look, players aren't going to, like, teams aren't going to admit it, but if you aren't vaccinated and you're a fringe player like Cam was, chances are today you're getting the bad news that, look, thank you for your service, but you're no longer needed. It sucks, but you know what? That is the world we live in with the vaccine, with like something simple as having to show your vaccination card to get into places, vaccine passports if you live in Canada. But the, And the other thing, too, is, and that's with the NFL, your best availability is being available. That's what it is. It's all about your availability to play. And if you had that lingering doubt like they did last year, where all of a sudden, look, Cam got snatched up. What if that happened again and they weren't too confident in Mac? But that's not the case. They're confident in Mac. I have someone, I have to apologize for this, because I remember before I was ripping on Mac. I thought this guy was going to be nothing more than another Alabama bust quarterback, because we've seen it so many times before within the last 20 years when Alabama really became this great college program where a lot of their quarterbacks will go from the NFL to the NFL, excuse me. And then out of nowhere, just decide like, hey, yeah, they're not like they're not as good as they were in college. It was all maybe more about the weapons and the offensive line that surrounded them. Guys like Greg McElroy. Uh, Jalen Hurts, we'll see. Tua Tungavailoa, we'll see. Um, A.J. McCarron's another example. Jay Coker, all guys who won national champ. I think McElroy won a national championship, but like Jay Coker's another example of that. So it just goes to show that, look, the Alabama mold sometimes doesn't translate to the NFL. I think Mac's a different exception because, for one, Bill to Saban, it's a very different transition than a lot of these Alabama guys go to programs in the NFL that aren't exactly established and they don't know how to treat their players. Meaning, like, you kind properly coach them. Meanwhile, Bill runs that exact same style of program that, that Saban does down in Tuscaloosa. So I feel like Mac's going to transition well. Um, I also have confidence that, you know what, McDaniels is going to be able to run more of the same offense that he ran with Tom Brady. Now, I texted someone this earlier today that what I'm trying to get at is is that Mac Jones is going to be able to run a similar type offensive scheme to what Brady did. You know, those quick check down passes where it's not like going for a yard or going for these elaborate plays all the time. No, it's just those simple precision, just surgical cut plays into the defense. That's what I expect from Mac come next Sunday against Miami and going forward when we play the Jets, the Saints, the Bucks, the Texans, the Cowboys, the Jets again, you know how it is. And then the rest of the schedule goes on because our bye week's not until the middle of December. But as we go for Sam, and I just hated the cockiness, the arrogance, the dab. Uh, when he admitted in Super Bowl 50 that he didn't go after the fumble because he didn't want to get hurt. Uh, the fact that he basically uh, ripped the Patriots' hearts out twice in 13 and 17. And the fact, too, that my dad couldn't stand him. So, you know what? I'm going to stick by my father and not like him. But, you know what? He signed here last June. I took a chance on him. I said, you know what? He's my quarterback now. I fell in. I fell for the guy. He was playing great. And then COVID came. And it was shaky. And then this year, I'm like, you know what? Proper offseason, we're going to have better weapons. We knew we had the money to spend, and then we just kicked the door down with that. Brought in two new tight ends. Brought in Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar. Um, Damian Harris is going to be the established RB1. And they were going to run a very – I thought they were going to run a very similar offense to what we saw in Carolina in 2015, where it's a lot of tight end sets. You know, the receivers aren't too, too big of a factor. But then now, obviously, that all gets changed with Cam getting cut. Um, if the truth is that he doesn't want, he didn't want to play because he was the backup. I think that's kind of selfish. And that's a little bit different from what we saw in the preseason. 
But at the same time, too, I feel like, look, if he's going to have a chance to start or if he feels like he's still a starter in this league, all the power to him to see where that goes. But honestly, uh, who knows at this point if his best days are behind him because I think he's basically going to have to wait for, I think, a starting quarterback to either get COVID or get hurt to sign somewhere or if a backup quarterback situation isn't as promising as it is in a lot of other places, i.e. the Dallas Cowboys where Ben DiNucci got released today and Cooper Rush is the next option. I saw that from Josina Anderson and Doug Kyatt of Pro Football Focus. Um, but all in all, one ball, you know, it's like Cam sent his Instagram story. You hold your, pin, you hold your uh, index finger up, your pinky up, and your thumb up like I'm doing right now as I sit in my car sweating my balls off because it is hot in here. Sorry about that, but that's I just said that. But anyway, and all in all, like I said, I'm a fan of Cam Newton now, but the fact that it's Mac Attack time, I'm going to focus more on that. Um, Cam, when you were here, obviously it didn't work out. Last season was really shaky, really rocky. Obviously, we got off to the great 2-1 start, beating uh, Vegas and Miami, nearly going 3-0 and and beating uh, beating Sunday Night Football. But then after that, it kind of went downhill. Obviously, there were some bright spots like beating the Ravens on Sunday Night Football, uh, hanging close to the Bills. Uh, There was the Broncos near comeback. There was the whooping in uh, L.A., and then there was the great game week 17, which kind of pains me. I've said it multiple times on this podcast before, but the week 17 game was just one of those things where I'm looking at it like, guys, where was this two months ago when we needed wins? But you know what? That's the NFL. That's, that's, that's just how it is. Last year wasn't, last year hopefully it was a blip on the screen, blip on the radar. But you know what? It's on to Mac. I'll talk more about it tonight. I just wanted to give some quick thoughts, go ramble, basically to say why I think it happened. Like I said before, I think COVID, I think Mac's strong preseason and minicamp. And the fact, too, about everything that happened last week, I think Bill just – and also, too, here's the thing. Bill will do what he thinks is best for the football team. People can call him out. I saw Asante Samuel call him out today. Uh, if you haven't read the Patriots, the Dynasty book by Jeff Benedict, Lawyer Malloy was a team captain and then got cut because they saw Rodney Harrison as a better option at cornerback. So Bill Belichick will do whatever he thinks is best to win, even if it may piss some guys off in the locker room. But I think the way we saw it from this preseason and how everyone was truly embracing Mac. I don't think it's going to be like that where, you know, what people are mad about the situation. But as as an all, as it stands, as a whole, you know what, like I said before, I'm ready for the Mac Jones show. I'm ready for this experiment. I'm excited to see how it goes. And you know what? Like I said, I'm going to have more about this tonight. And for the most part, let's see what happens. You know what? I'm actually excited. Last year, I think, was like excitement with hope mixed in with the fact that I didn't want to admit my team wasn't as good as I thought they were. But this year is different. I'm going to give what my official record I think is going to be. You're going to have to listen to episode 104 for that with the boys. That's Big Rat, Danny, and Phil. But for the most part, guys, I just want to thank you for listening to this very impromptu car cast episode of YWC Football Talk, episode 103. We are going. We're on the road to 200. I've said it before. I said it with Pat. I said it with Andy McNamara. Man, it's, it, we're just going. We're going. The engine, I am not stopping, guys. And also, too, I do have some other announcements that I'm going to be making about the show tonight on the podcast, so stay tuned for those. But all in all, the only thing I have left to say is Cameron Jarrell Newton, thank you very much for your service in a New England Patriots uniform. I wish you nothing but the best to where you go next. And with that being said, Michael McCorkle Jones, your time is now, and I cannot wait to see what Mac Jones does as quarterback for the New England Patriots. Thank you very much to everyone for listening, and enjoy the rest of your day as we only have nine days left to the start of the football season. Take care, everyone. 
I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. We all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.